this is Dolly and welcome to my podcast. I am so grateful for you for tuning in because as you become great, as you become successful, as you become everything that God created you to become, you make the world a better place. You make me fulfilling my destiny easier because two of us um, have a lot more impact on the world than just one of us. Amen. And so if you just picture just half the people on this world would do what God called them to do, what a tremendous difference that would make on this planet. Um, today I'm going to talk to you about how to become successful. Um, this is a journey I've been on for several years here. And, um, you know, there's not any one way to determine if somebody is successful or not because the definition of success means it's a degree or a measure of succeeding or it means this, favorable or desired outcome. Favorable or desired outcome. Because my favorable or desired outcome might look different from your favorable or desired outcome, it's very hard to decide and say, this is what success is. You know, if you have this and this, you're successful because that's not true. You know, if you are a ballet dancer, being successful means you can do certain stunts, you know, but if you are a lawyer, being successful would mean you could out-argue other attorneys, you know what I'm saying, or you you were exceptional at winning cases or things like that. So ex, um, so our desired outcome is going to be very different based on who we are. It's one of those times when, like the Bible says, don't compare yourselves with other people. But you do have to decide what does success look like to you. And what is it that you feel like in your own personal life that if you had that, if you had attained that level of something in your world that you would deem yourself successful, that your life would have been worth living, that you would have no regrets when you left this earth, that your family would um, be blessed because of what you've done, your children would have, you know, something, a heritage of, you know, either money or or uh, the deliverance from iniquities and problems in your life, or successful marriages, or healthy bodies, or, you know, whatever you do and attain, you literally pass that on to your seed for generations. And so what is it for you that you would think means I am successful. You know, one of the biggest keys about being successful is the fact that you would write that list down somewhere. That you would write it down and that you would put it somewhere <clears throat> that you could keep it in front of your face, that you could refer to it often, that you could meditate on it, that you could even, you know, a lot of people teach um, about vision boards or, or having some kind of a a book or something with with the images of what it is you're believing for in there because we usually think with pictures and not with just words and so it's very important to get your mind set on exactly what it is you're trying to accomplish i i remember hearing a story one time the great john hagan um they asked he would go up to people at the altar and say hey um, what are you praying for? And they would say, oh, nothing in particular. And he would say, well, then, uh, you know, I, I guess you'll get it. Because if you don't even know what it is you're trying to do, you won't even know if it ever happens. And most likely it won't. 
because you have to get those things fixed. You have to know the destination that you're headed, you know, towards or you you'll never make it. And so that one that's one of the main things you've got to do. You've got to sit down and decide what is success to me? What does that look like in as much detail as you can get it and write it down clearly? The Bible tells us in Habakkuk, write the vision and make it plain. So he that reads it can run with it. You know, if I find your vision, if I find your success packet, I ought to be able to read it. And if I had just trillion dollars, I could make everything on your um, list come to pass. Or if I had a miracle cure, I could distribute it to you correctly. You know, whoever reads it should be able to fulfill it for you just without you even having to say anything. And it would be perfect. So if if you're believing God for a car, well, what kind of car? What color is that car going to be? What kind of interior is it going to have? You know, I mean, you really need to get as specific as you can on whatever it is. I use natural items or I use finances a lot whenever I'm talking about this because um, those are a couple of things that we all want and desire and need, whether you want to admit it or not. You know, in church circles, a lot of times it's deemed, you know, not very spiritual if you're believing God for money, which I think is really sad because the enemy has convinced us that the tools that we need are wrong for us to have them. And so it's, it has made the church not as effective as it could have been. But um, I want you to have all the money you need to do whatever you're called to do and to help advance the kingdom of God. Um, so anyways, we're going to look at, so how do I become successful? How do I get from point A, knowing what I want, writing it down, making it as clear as I possibly can, and then, you know, point B would be the journey, and then you get to the destination. So how do I accomplish it? Well, the, the, that's the, this is the most amazing thing for me because I always thought that I would have to like, okay, well, I need this much money. Well, then I need to get three jobs and I can work here and here and here and here. And, and then I'll make my husband work and then I'll put my kids to work. And then, you know, until we can do something else. I mean, I'm not saying that God's not going to lead you to own a business or to run a corporation or to to have several businesses. I mean, that is totally, it could be the will of God for your life. But my point is, it's not going to be you trying to do it. It's going to be you trying to become it. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 23, 7, it says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And it took me years of trying to generate the things that I wanted in the natural and praying and and just, you know, begging God and just keeping it in front of his face, you know, and then still not ever really reaching what I was looking for because I was going about it the wrong way. You know, the Bible says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. I did not understand a few things. And I finally, um, somebody gave me a tape from a person that teaches uh, success principles and stuff. And I listened to it and I started listening to it. And all of a sudden, I started picking up on some things. Well, I started investing in myself. Because the way you change your life is by changing your life. Change you. 
change who you are. Right now, I am the sum total of what I believe I am. Whatever I possess, that's because that's what I believe I should have or is right for me to have or that I'm worthy to have or whatever the the causes of your limitations are, we have limitations. And whatever we're doing currently, that we have reached our limitations. We have justified our life. And the thing about it is, it's such a deep subconscious level type thing that we don't even know we did it. You can go your whole life and think, well, society's just not been fair to me. I haven't had any breaks. You know, I've had a hard go of it. You know, this person did this and this person did this. Well, I'm a girl and I'm trying to make it in a man's world. Or I'm not the right color. I'm not the right ethnicity. I've got issues. You know, I was born on the wrong side of the tracks. I didn't get a degree. I, you know, and we can all sit around and make a million excuses why the world hasn't just handed it to us, but we never look at ourself to try to figure out who the real hindrance is. It's within us. I give a sermon about, you know, a matador fighting a bull. The bull really gets angry at that red cape, the Veronica. He really gets determined to destroy that Veronica. And every time he's running at that cape, his real problem is standing right beside him you know, stabbing him and things, and the bull never makes an adjustment in what he's seeing and what he's thinking, what he's understanding, and he he spends his entire last moments um, fighting something that's not even causing him problems, and we do that. We fight all these things outside of us, and we blame everything, and, and we never get the victory because we're not focused where our focus should be. Your focus should be in what do you believe? What do you think? What is your value system? What is your philosophy on life? You know, what do you believe? Because that's where you end up. And so I want to just suggest today that in order to be successful, you need to be successful. How do I change? How do I become successful? Because, you know, these things, these belief systems that I have about me and my life, they've been in there a long time. I don't even know when they got in there. I don't even know these things I'm fighting. So you're going to need God to help you do that. Um, One of the ways that I started figuring out to tap into the situations and the circumstances that were holding me back was I started changing my daily routine. I took on some new habits that I was determined I would do every single day. I'm going to listen to a motivational teaching every day. I'm going to listen to a minister who is a faith minister who is accomplishing what it was I'm trying to believe God for. I'm going to exercise and put my body under, you know, get my body under control, make my body do what I believe my body should do and not lay around and watch TV all day long. I was going to change some of my habits so that they would change me because you are, you know, what you do and what you sow and and all the seeds that, that you get involved with. So I started changing my daily habits. Um, I started sowing seed into things that I was believing God for myself. 
You know, I, I, all of a sudden, you know, I'm believing God for this property to be paid for. And all of a sudden I know all these people, this person over here is believing for this building project. This person over here is trying to pay their building off. This person over here is trying to pay off a loan on their building. And I just started sowing seeds into everybody else's life because I knew that I will reap a harvest and I will get what I'm trying to believe God for. So, um, I wanted just to encourage you today that you need to figure out how to change you. For years, I wanted God to change my husband because I just felt like, oh, if he would just change my husband, my marriage would be so much better. And I would pray and pray and beg God and pray and pray and beg God. And he never would do anything. And finally, in exasperation, I said one day, I said, God, if you're not going to ever change him, would you please change me so I can put up with him? And God went right to work. The marriage problem that I was having wasn't my husband at all because once I changed, he was no longer even a problem. And so he was okay before. I mean, God was dealing with him too on some things, but that came later actually. My problems with my marriage changed when I changed how I viewed my marriage, when I understood what God tells me to do and the promises that God had for me if I would obey him in the area of my marriage. And so I want to encourage you. I know you can't figure out whenever he told me, you know, to submit to my husband. I literally threw a fit on God. Why should I submit to him? I mean, because I was I was taught by the world that that meant somehow I was, you know, less than him. I was going to be victimized by him. I was going to not have my rights and all this stuff. And and nothing could be further from the truth. God is not going to ask you to do something that's going to put you in bondage. So it was actually liberating. It was the absolute opposite of what I had always been taught that it would be. So I wanted victory in that area of my life. I wanted a successful marriage. So I had to change my approach to my marriage. If you want success in any area of your life, you've got to change your approach to those things. And I know it sounds like, you know, it's just easy and doable. And it really is. But the problem with something when it's easy and doable, it's also really easy and doable to not do them. It's really easy to think, oh, well, you know, it's not that big of a deal if I walk on a treadmill for 30 minutes, you know. Oh, well, I can miss one day's worth of teaching and I'll be fine. It's real easy to not do these simple disciplines. But if you will make yourself do these disciplines, you will change and grow and become somebody different. And when you become somebody different, you will have a different life than you currently have. That's a fact. Somebody said recently, and I don't even remember who said it, but I I thought it was so powerful. I wrote it down and stuck it on my vision board in my office so that I could see it all the time. And what it says is simply, plant in the spring or beg in the fall. Either right now in your life, Take the initiative to start sowing the right seeds toward the future you want. Pay the price now. Get get a decision made in your head 
that you are going to do these do's and you are going to win because you are going to change your life and you are going to be the person you would be proud to be and you are not going to be ashamed and you're not going to be embarrassed and you're not going to be miserable and you're not going to be lonely and sad and depressed and all these things and you're going to make some decisions to start sewing right now while you have the ability to do that and you know if you don't do that what will happen is there's coming a season in just a little while here and it'll be the season of fall when everybody else around you that um that you're watching right now is going right on about it and they're all becoming successful and they're all changing and growing and then you're going to be sitting somewhere begging god god please do this for me please god and and it's not going to work that way that's not how it works and so you can either sow in the spring and make a decision to change your life and to become successful. And you can apply principles from the people that are already doing what you're wanting to do. Or you can not do it, even though it's simple and easy. And you can just choose to right now, just chill out. Just watch TV. Just, you know, do whatever you want to do. Take it easy. And then whenever the harvest time comes, you can beg then. I'm telling you, the way to do it is to get to sowing in the spring. Amen. So I'm going to leave you with that today. I thank you so much for tuning in today. And um, I hope you'll join me every week for my podcast. I will talk to you later. And God bless you real big. Bye-bye.